0: Welcome to the Life Exchange Podcast, where we give you practical solutions for self, community, and culture. Last week, we talked about how God's will for our lives is to carry the nature of Thanksgiving as part of our daily character. We want to continue the topic of Thanksgiving by adding the benefits of a thankful life. Gratitude is more than just a good idea or an act of politeness or respect. When God instructs us to do something, it's because it's good for us, it actually benefits our lives in an important way. That's what we hope that you receive from this conversation actual tools and principles that enrich and empower your life.
1: Hi, I'm Melody Hilton.
0: And I'm Joel Hilton. And I'm Katie
1: Stansfield. And this might be our first ever continuation episode Part Two. Part Two. Um, we will see how much repeat and how much new we get today. but uh, we're... Part two
0: just means long-winded.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, which yeah. we often are. Um, but uh, before we get started with our topic, just want to remind you that it is a very big help when you share our show on your social media. It just lets other people know that we exist and helps them to find us. So if you wouldn't mind, we would very much appreciate if you just gave us a share Uh, Put us on that Insta story and uh, um, let your friends know
0: that we exist. Well, it's really the first step to life exchange.
1: Social media?
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, sharing the life exchange podcast.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, you're you're exchanging your social life, I guess, (laughs) with us. Uh, can you tell we're very good at promoting ourselves? This is like <laughs> it's our strength we, we make ourselves do. Um, so just just throw us a bone. Help us out here. <laughs> um so, okay, are we ready to get into our topic?
0: I believe so. Okay. Yes.
1: So uh, in the previous episode, we talked about becoming thankful, how uh, it's not just something that we do, it's something that we want to become. Uh, so mm-hmm. before we get into today's topic, uh, Joel, do you want to give us a little nutshell of what we talked about last time?
0: Well, you can obviously go listen to it before yes. this one, but if that's too much to ask, yeah. we're just going to give you a quick overview of what that was. So the last episode, we talked about becoming thankful. And we use the scripture verse, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. And we talked about how a lot of the church focuses on God's will for you to do and what you're called to do and what you're called to accomplish, but there's also the truth that there there is a will of God for you to become. Mm -hmm. And so in that verse— For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks. So this is God's will for you to become. So last time we talked about becoming thankful, that it wasn't just a seasonal thing. It wasn't like, hey, Thanksgiving's here (laughs) and it's time to be thankful. Or you see a meme on social media and you're like, you feel convicted. You know what, maybe I'll shoot. I should be more thankful, but we actually talked about becoming thankful. So in every situation, like the scripture says, in every situation, be thankful for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for for you. So it's through consistency that it becomes our natural tendency to become thankful, not just add it to our checklist, but actually when something happens, our natural tendency What flows from us is being thankful. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like in a nutshell of what uh, we talked on the previous week. And we never really got to the benefits (laughs) of being thankful. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And I know as we were preparing for it, Katie, you did a little bit of research of what it means to be thankful. And so do you just want to just take a moment and share a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, I just Googled, you know, top, top research as all great scholars do. Yes. Uh, I just Googled benefits of thankfulness and I really went into a lot of psychology of it. And it's just, I mean, I could have gone down that hole for all day. I -hmm. was just so good and so powerful, but I I just want to read this little bit from, uh, it's from positive psychology.com. So they're already looking at, Um, healthy (laughs) psychology. Yeah, Um, But it says in the book, Grateful Brain, author Alex Korb says that our brain is conditioned to function in a repeated way. For example, a person who worries too much about the adverse outcomes will subconsciously rewire his brain to process negative information only. Corb has mentioned that our mind cannot focus on positive and negative information at the same time. This Mm -hmm. this was just really good. And then it says, By consciously practicing gratitude, we can train the brain to attend selectively to positive emotions and thoughts, thus reducing anxiety and feelings of apprehension. So, I just love this because science will always confirm the word Mm -hmm. of God. And so uh, it's actually, it's God's will for our life to be healthy, to be whole, to be full, to overflowing. And so when he's instructing us to be thankful, to be grateful, um, it's not just a good idea. He's actually instructing us how to work with our design. Mm -hmm. God created our brains to work this way that when we are, positive. When we are grateful, when we have that consistent practice of gratitude, we actually train our brain. We are working with our God given design to walk in health that our brain now automatically, when it receives information, we have trained it to focus on the positive um, rather than the negative. And I, I just, that's so powerful that it says we subconsciously rewire our brain to process negative information only. So to me, if I look at someone who's really struggling, I see that they're not even able to tap into um, positive thoughts because it's actually neurological, but we can then retrain our brain to tell it, to um, perceive the good, to find the good, to be grateful. So um, all of that to say-
0: And that truth is found in scripture that we are- uh, transformed by the renewing of our mind imagine
1: that <laughs> <As> <laughs> Who science thought? confirms what God says um, so the benefits of being thankful are really an overall happier healthier life but we'll we'll break that down a little bit more as we keep going here
2: and I think it's so important to understand that because when we do renew our mind mm-hmm. to become thankful grateful appreciative what happens it, impacts, in, it releases positive chemicals into our yes. body. And what happens? Instead of fear, it is faith. Instead of chaos, there is peace. Yeah. So what is a benefit of being thankful? It literally allows us to function in peace. And uh, it's not by my power, but it's by the way God created us to live and function that we actually can experience a supernatural peace because we've aligned our thoughts and our ways with heaven. And so, I mean, have you ever um, met somebody who is always complaining and, and murmuring and gossiping and critical and life is terrible and everything is so dark and dreary and, and negative. Well, they're not living in peace. They're living Mm -hmm. in fear. So when we are thankful uh, as the first episode was, we become, yes. you know, it's it becomes our identity. It becomes a part of who we are, which releases the benefit of living a very peaceful, driven life, yeah. not one driven by fear. And that's
0: through consistency, right? Yeah, it sure it's is. It's through doing it over and over and over again, through cultivating that um, the soil of our heart, um, protecting our mind, what we allow in. Uh, it, it, you know
2: and it starts as a conscious choice sure you talked about you know you talk to somebody and it's so hard for them to see the positive mm-hmm. it's those steps of making those conscious choices to be thankful to Rewire their brain or yeah. renew their mind. Which whether you want to use scientific yeah. terms or biblical terms, the fact is, every time we make that conscious choice, we begin to change the way we think. That literally empowers us to do what we could not do before. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know. I think I've said this in a previous episode, but uh, you know, I've talked with people already, and they're in such a swirl of anxiety or mm. uh, or depression or just just you know all all the things of chaos. Um, and I've said, tell me something good. And they literally can't. It, it throws them. They they really have to stop and and really dig for something good um, because you can't have that positive and negative thought at the same time. And so it, it does. It starts as that conscious choice to, okay, I'm going to stop the internal chaos. I'm going to stop the internal narrative. I'm going to put a pause there. And I'm intentionally going to seek out something good, something positive. And when we do that, when we choose to seek out what we're grateful for, you are literally transforming your life. It is not just a good idea. Uh, It's not just a suggestion. It's not just a holiday. It is literally transforming your life um, as we choose to be grateful.
2: My heart really breaks for those where it's very, very difficult to do that because I was that person. So so it's so beautiful to be on the other side because it gives me hope for everyone even listening to this note, no matter where you're at, no matter what you might be believing that could be negative, unthankful, you've gone through so many things. You've gone through uh, difficulties that have caused you to view life you know, that your worldview is more through a negative lens, there is hope for change Mm -hmm. because I was on that side and now I'm on the other side. And this is so much, I've been what rich and poor and I'll tell you, rich Mm -hmm. is a whole lot better than poor. Well, I've been poor, you know, in, in the way I thought, and now I'm rich in the way I'm, I'm thinking. And it's, it's a much greater quality of life because I am going out with joy and I'm being led forth with peace. So either we're going to be led by the negative or the positive, yeah. and I want to be led by peace, yeah. which comes from thankfulness.
0: When God sets something in place, He does it for a purpose. Yeah. And so when He commands us to be thankful, it is for a purpose, and that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the benefits of becoming thankful or being thankful. And so the first one that I want to point out um, is that being thankful enters us into safety and protection. Remember Mm -hmm. when I said, when God sets something in place, when he commands us to do something, he does it for a purpose. And in Psalms 104, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. So what does it say? Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Now, this might not be popular with some people, but to enter in, it requires thanksgiving. Mm. See, a lot of times uh, in some Christian circles, oh, you just enter in however you want. Not according to scripture. Mm -hmm. It says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. So that is kind of like our ID card. That is our permission to enter in. So Mm. enter his gates with thanksgiving meaning to accompany, to be joined with, to be coupled. Yeah. So this phrase with thanksgiving, is often inst- instructs us to engage with the presence of God. So mm-hmm. when we engage with the presence of God, the purpose of it is we enter in with thanksgiving. So let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. When we enter into his gates, let's do it with thanksgiving. And a lot of times... Uh, we think, well, I just don't feel it. The great thing about mm-hmm. this, enter into his gates with thanksgiving, it's actually the type of praise is when you don't feel like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've all been there, right? We've all been at the place where, man, uh, I know that God is good, but I'm just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. So we enter into his presence. We enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And here's the thing, like I said before, because a lot of times in the church, well, we just enter in however we want. If we could enter in however we wanted, there would be no need for a gate. Yeah. Now think about that. If we could enter in however we wanted, there would be no need for a gate. That's good. So what are we entering into? We're entering into safety. We're entering into protection. Have you ever seen a gate without a wall? <laughs> Have you ever seen a gate without a fence? Have you ever seen a gate without a barrier? So when when we enter his gates, we're actually entering into protection. We're entering into his safety. Now think about this. When we are not thankful, it's a dark place, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it it kind of compromises us. Hey, we've all been there, right? You guys been there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've all been there where we've been bitter and unthankful and resentful, and it puts us in a dark, dark place. So when we enter in his gates with thanksgiving, it enters us into protection. Mm -hmm. It enters us into safety. So a gate becomes obsolete if there's no wall. Yeah. Yeah. So we enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. And the cool thing about the word praise there is enter his courts. It's the exuberant, passionate type of praise. Mm. So you enter in through that, man, I don't feel like this now, but I'm going to do it because I'm commanded to, and it's how I enter in. But then you enter into his courts with this exuberant, expressive praise. So this, there's this progression of, I'm going to do it because it's true. Mm -hmm. And then it, morphs into or it's then we're then transformed into the type of praise that is exuberant and boastful in an in a, in a, um, exciting, a passionate way. Yeah.
2: I love that because as you were talking, I was thinking uh, that we're entering into his perspective, where mm-hmm. we're entering yeah. into the way he thinks. And when we connect, go through those gates of thanksgiving, mm-hmm when we go through those gates of his perspective, mm-hmm. his perspective about ourselves, yeah. his perspective about others, his perspective about the world, mm-hmm. it, it totally changes the way we view things, right? Exactly. My worldview changes, my self-view changes. I can look at somebody else, and instead of looking externally, I'm looking at them through his perspective. Now I become thankful because... Our God has not created anything that isn't amazing, right? Mm -hmm. And he so loved the world. Why should we not love the world? So Mm -hmm. his perspective brings me into that place where you just talked about, now I'm really loving what I'm doing. I'm not just serving somebody because that's what I gotta do. No, now I'm seeing heaven's perspective about that situation or that person. Now I can be really excited about what I do and how I invest and and what I receive in that place.
0: A lot of times people are waiting to feel thankful, to be thankful. Yeah, yeah, And this verse kind of like stops at it in its tracks because the type of thankfulness that it's talking about is, like I said before, it's that sacrifice of praise. It's when you don't feel it. This is that thankfulness that you're responding to the truth that he offers, not necessarily the feeling that you're feeling in that moment.
1: yeah yeah i was thinking about a parent you know any good parent is going to instruct and lead their child to do what is good for the child mm-hmm. even when the child doesn't feel like doing it that's why yeah you you have to make your kids brush their teeth <laughs> or uh, do these things that are good for them even when they don't feel like it because believe it or not our life is not all about feelings it's mm-hmm. not all about feeling good it's about doing what is good for us and God but in is that a good father. He's yeah, a good parent.
0: Yeah. And in that scripture, it says, do this. And then the feeling comes. Yeah. Because enter his courts with praise. It's that exuberant, passionate, uh, expressive type of praise. So it it's entering when you don't feel like it. Yeah. But you're still pre- being thankful anyways. And then it shifts into that type of praise, which is really powerful. Yeah.
2: Yeah really our focus, what has got our attention, you've heard me say this already, what has got our attention also has our direction. Yeah. And so if heaven's perspective and our praise for our God are and viewing through uh, his lens, it literally takes my focus off what is negative onto who he is. And man, when I'm in him, my world view completely changes.
0: Yeah, so good.
2: And that's really where peace comes, doesn't it? because now I'm seeing it through his uh, life, his lens. And so I I look at that because I was thinking about worldview a whole lot in the last few days. And I thought, you know, if we just look at what's happening in our world, we're going to get a distorted picture of how God sees it. Mm -hmm. And I know that my God has not fallen off his throne because he sees this battle, this war, this circumstance. And His view of the world has not changed. And he's not surprised. And he's not surprised. (laughs) He he exists outside of time. He knew we'd be at where we're at right now. And so if we can embrace his perspective and his promise of thankfulness Mm -hmm. and apply that, we really will view our life differently.
0: Yeah, Enter his gates, a place of protection, a place of safety, with thanksgiving. Let me give you another scripture verse. It's in Psalms fifty twenty three. He who offers a sacrifice of praise. Hmm. Remember what we were talking about? Enter his gates with thanksgiving. It's that sacrifice of praise. Uh, he who offers a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving honors me. Hmm. And to him who orders his way rightly, who follows the way that I show him, I shall show the salvation of God. Wow think about that when we are thankful when we are thinking in the midst being thankful in the midst of a difficult situation we are entering into safety which actually brings salvation yeah. which is which is amazing
2: which is more than just being eternal life mm-hmm. it's healed whole every every aspect of salvation
0: yeah that's wow. really good
2: that that's peace, Mm -hmm. that's relationship, that's a rest for our soul. Oh my gosh, it's healing for my body. Mm -hmm. Every promise in the word of God is founded in his salvation. So literally what you're saying, when we are thankful, Mm -hmm. we literally embrace every promise of salvation. Yeah. It positions us for it all.
0: Yeah. Yeah, what does it say? It says to him who orders his way rightly, who follows the way that I show him, yeah. mm-hmm. I shall show the salvation of God. Wow. So do you guys have any other thoughts on the first benefit of being thankful, which is uh, it enters us into safety and protection?
2: Oh,
1: that's awesome. I think I was thinking, you know, of that about that protection. Mm-hmm. When we, fix our thoughts on gratitude or our life on gratitude, mm-hmm. it hel- it helps me keep my thoughts from wandering mm. because I'm honed in. I'm in that safe place. Um, so I'm not trying to search elsewhere to meet my need or to um, fulfill my desires mm-hmm. I because I'm honed in. It keeps me in that that place of purpose, that place of his will for my life, that place of purity. I'm not wandering outside Mm -hmm. of that because when we wander, that's when we find trouble. That's when we fall. Um, you know, and that's where we become ungrateful. (laughs) That's where Mm -hmm. we head the other other direction. So, um, it keeps my thoughts from wandering.
0: That's really good. I kind of alluded to it earlier where, when we are unthankful when we get into a season of maybe bitterness and resentfulness, yeah. uh, being resentful, uh, it can be a very dark place. Yeah, And that kind of leads us to our next benefit of being thankful. Being thankful sheds a new light on our circumstances. Yeah. In Psalms 27, one, the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? Mm-hmm. The Lord is my fortress. Remember when we enter into thanksgiving, when we enter into the sac- when we offer the sacrifice of praise, we're entering into safety. The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble?
1: Yeah. It's really Yeah.
0: In in those moments when we're not thankful, it can be so dark. It can be so, there can be so much despair, but when we offer that sacrifice of praise, it sheds new light Mm -hmm. onto our situation.
1: Yeah. I know for me personally, a tendency when I'm not doing well is to go into pity.
0: Mm -hmm. um, Yeah.
1: And that is a dark place, Um, but gratitude will instantly shift that. I will instantly pull Mm -hmm. me out of a pity party um, into out of a pity perspective, into a true perspective um, and seeing that, mm-hmm. you know, all the things that are happening, that it's not just me, that I know I'm not the one doing all the work or, mm-hmm. or any of those lies, those silly things that a pity party can make me think. Um, gratitude shifts that perspective. It pulls you from that dark place yeah. into that place of light, which is really a place of truth.
0: Yeah. When you look at that verse, it also, it gives confidence. The Lord is my light and salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? So notice from a position of light and safety, your confidence increases. So when we enter into Thanksgiving, when we give that sacrifice of praise, it sheds new light on our circumstances. So we're able to rightly discern our circumstance. I'm not sure, is it Elisha or Elijah where they were uh, surrounded by the enemy and the servant was like, oh, we're toast, right? We're done. <laughs> yeah. And uh, was it Elijah or Elisha? They always, it's one of the <laughs> two. <laughs> okay, all you Bible scholars, you can uh, let us know. Uh, and so he prayed, open his eyes. Right. And when he op- yeah. when when light came in, wow! There's more with us than are with them, yeah. and
1: it didn't remove him from the circumstance.
0: It, yeah, they weren't transported
2: somewhere else. Right.
0: It changed the perspective. how they saw. Yeah. yeah, that
2: is so so good. So really, it's showing us our position in Him. Because yeah. if. We are where God is. That's a pretty good place to be. It's a very safe place to be. And he's always for us. His purposes are
1: always for our good. Mm -hmm. So when we can see his perspective, we'll recognize we're not in this alone, that we have what we need to walk this out.
2: We recognize that we are in him and he is in us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I love that because it's not by my power. It's not by who I am or what I do. It is because of he who dwells in the midst of me.
0: So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, man, I'm kind of in a dark place right now. Mm -hmm. Well, what is that a sign of? You need to be thankful Mm. because thankfulness sheds new light on your situation. It gives you proper perspectives. When things seem hopeless, be thankful. When you're under attack on all sides, Mm -hmm. be thankful. When your vision is impaired, be thankful when you're frustrated and can't seem to shake this thing off. Be thankful, and so that is such a benefit for us in the midst of a dark place. It's time. It is a. It's setting off the alarms to say now's the time to be thankful.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. This might be a little sloppy because I'm just processing. But I was thinking, you know, it's not just about um, being thankful in a limited perspective thinking of, um, you know, sometimes we'll say, well, I'm thankful because I'm not as bad as (laughs) so-and-so like, or even like my circumstances. Well, I should be grateful because there's children starving in Africa. Like that's true. (laughs) But, Mm -hmm. um, you're also being thankful for who he is for a Mm -hmm. greater perspective of no matter what God is for me, no matter what, Um, you know, the gratitude is based off of who he is,
2: not just where I am. Does that make sense? It's on the relationship, not the circumstance. My, my circumstances change, but I am always in him and he is in me. Yeah. So it's positional.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking of like, you know, the, the man who went, um, to the, he was praying and he says, well, I thank God that I'm not like other men. And God was like, what are you doing? Like,
0: (laughs) What spirit are you of? Yeah,
1: so it's not just the world's way of being thankful Yeah, because that's very humanistic and it's very Mm self-focused, but it's focusing on who he is and not just who he is for me, but who he is for those around me as well. It's a higher level of gratitude than just what the world would do. And that's
0: why we're really making the distinction that, like what you said, it's not just... Looking at your circumstances and being thankful for the the dinner that you have, or whatever, or the pizza that yeah. it's pizza night, <laughs> you know, uh, it's a sacrifice of praise. Yeah. yeah, it's putting our attention and our focus on the thing that does not change, yeah. that is yes. not moved.
1: Yeah, yes. that is what
0: we're thankful for. We're thankful for His truth and His Word and the life that He gives. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Though I will say, I don't think there's anything wrong no, at no. all with. Practicing an active lifestyle of being grateful for even the, the smallest of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, you know, it, it is just that bigger idea that this is God's idea. This isn't just man's idea.
2: Well, when our focus is on our creator, then everything that is created, we'll be thankful for. Yeah. But the fact is, I'm just so grateful that he chose me in him before the foundations of the world. Mm-hmm. And that I'm at a place where I have him as my father. I mean, that there is—that's an eternal gratitude, not just something that we have on this earth. Yeah, it's what so we have being for all thankful of eternity.
0: Requires you to put your attention off of one thing onto another thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, onto. it was more of a question. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I think onto the author and the finisher of our faith. Yeah, just. And you know, as we're talking, you know, it. I agree. It's really good to be thankful for everything that every good thing that we receive, every promise fulfilled, all those things. We just really rejoice in testimonies and all the things that God does. But when we can just rest in uh, who He is and just celebrate and be so grateful that God is our Father, mm-hmm. He is. Our creator, and we have a relationship with the God who created heaven and earth. I mean, that's and pretty he's amazing. A,
1: he's a good father from whom comes every good and perfect gift. Right. Well, we learn from a very young age when you receive a gift, what do you say? Yay, thank you. So <laughs> it's it is it's fixing your eyes on his, on him mm-hmm. and having that constant perspective that he is constantly showering good gifts upon us. And just saying, you know, thank you, thank you for the, the breath in my lungs. Thank you for um, this world that I live in. Thank you for the people that I that you've put in my life, whether I like them or not. You know, just recognizing—it's uh, a big phrase for me. Gifts are a big deal for me. Uh, it's it's high on my love language um, chart. Um, but I just say often, you know, it's such a gift, or I say you're such a gift because it keeps that in my mind. It's just that way of thinking when. I'm grateful for gifts. When someone gives me a gift, I'm grateful for it. So if I can see you as a gift and I say, oh, you're just such a gift to me, that is just setting my heart to be grateful for you. Whether I really like what you're doing right now or not, it's still saying Mm -hmm. you are a gift. You are a gift to the world. You are a gift to the kingdom. You're a gift to the church. You're a gift to my life. And, you know, when someone says that to me, it makes me feel good, (laughs) but it's true. It, because every good and perfect gift is not just happenstance. It came from a good and perfect father.
0: There is a source.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: You are a gift, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Uh, Actually, that reminds me when you were talking, Katie, it, it reminded me of how Joel and Aaron so trained their children from the time they were little whether it's birthday or Christmas or whatever it is to be thankful for whatever there whatever that gift is, and Maxwell is the one that is just like I so love funny. giving Maxwell gifts because <laughs> it it's what I always wanted. And you He's know, it's such like, a good receiver. It is. He it's is. like it is a very very big deal, and. No matter what you do for him, he makes it a very, very well, I big remember, deal. even
1: before he could read, he would get a card, and he couldn't even read it, and it was just like
2: <laughs> the most amazing <gasps> Thank
1: <things>. you. <laughs> yeah.
0: and, and I don't know if that was trained in him. I think that's. You think who that's he is? who he? Yeah, is. I think that's who he is. But
1: you know what? It's true. I love giving him gifts. Yeah. Don't you love to give to someone who's grateful? Yeah. yeah As opposed to someone who's not.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would bring books home from the library, and it was like. You did this for me. <laughs> yeah, I swung by and picked up a couple books so you read.
2: <laughs> but it was, I think it was this past Christmas. They said, Well, how was Christmas? It was better than I ever imagined. <laughs> you know?
1: And Maxwell is not the most expressive person. So it's just, yes, it, it, it is really, he is, is, in him is to be very
2: grateful. grateful. And I think he attaches so much value to someone making an investment. I, uh, that, that what you do is a very big deal to him. Yeah. You know, even if we sit down and play a game of Uno or whatever it might be, when you make that investment into him, he really values that. Yes. And so really that's being thankful. And if we're just sitting here talking about how Maxwell receives gifts, Can you imagine how the father rejoices when we are just so grateful? You know, I might not get the same gift that you get in life, but at the exact same time, I'm so grateful to what God gave me. And that's where I go back to that scripture. It just rose up that, you know, to compare yourselves one with another is just not wise. Mm -hmm. So when I look at what somebody else has and I compare what I have with what they have, then I become unthankful. Mm -hmm but when i just celebrate what god has given to me and how he uses me and how he's blessed me and and what he's doing in and through my life and i'm thankful for that then i just view life so much yeah so much better so much higher yeah gratitude will
1: really keep you out of comparison yes, which is a constant cultural uh war mm-hmm. that we're in whether we realize it or not but having that lifestyle of gratitude will actually keep you out of that trap, mm-hmm. uh, which we all need.
0: Yeah. When you were talking about my kids, it, it kind of just remind me of like conversations that I've had with them that when I sense, a, or I'll communicate to them, the thing that bothers me the most, the thing that if you want to get me going, <sighs> uh, if you want me to turn into the trainer, major pain, <laughs> <laughs> I, if I sense that there is any, um, if there's a lack of gratitude, oh boy, <laughs> that will get me going. And I haven't really had to have that conversation that much just because when I sense it, the major pain comes out and I'm like, how can I teach these children? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I really believe uh, in a spiritual sense, but in a very practical, natural sense, if you don't have this instilled within you, your life is going to have some issues yeah. that could be avoided just yeah. by being thankful.
2: Yeah, because if we're not thankful, we'll never be satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because no matter what we get, it won't satisfy us.
1: Yeah, and when we're not grateful for what we have in our own life, we'll always want what somebody else has. Yeah. And when they get something, we'll be jealous of yep, it. Or we will be comparing or criticizing them. Uh, because we don't have that muscle of gratitude really strengthened within us. So it keeps our heart pure towards other people too. We have a rule in our children's church that we celebrate one another. That mm-hmm. means if somebody gets a reward and somebody else doesn't, we are not complaining, we're not mm-hmm. jealous, we are celebrating. So it's working that that habit, that that muscle of
2: gratitude always.
0: Yeah, that's good.
2: Really, the benefits of thankfulness extend into absolutely every area of our life and every relationship we have. Yeah.
0: So, so true.
2: It'll literally create an internal culture that will cause us to love life. Mm -hmm.
0: So let's go to our next benefit of being thankful, and that is being thankful provides rest for your soul. And if you look at Psalms 127, one through two, unless the Lord builds a house, they labor in vain who build it. Mm -hmm. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman keeps awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise early and retire late to eat the bread of anxious labors, for he gives blessing to his beloved even in his sleep. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is so powerful. So if you think that you can do what you're doing on your own strength, on your own ability, if you... Toil all night and all day. Mm. It's only in vain if you are doing it on your own strength. So this verse is saying, put your attention on his ability. Put your attention on his grace. Put your attention on his unfailing mercy. For that is what brings the blessing even as you sleep. Isn't Mm. that powerful? God is working it out. While you're doing nothing. Yes,
2: that's right.
0: Your most vulnerable position Mm -hmm. is when you sleep, Mm -hmm. right? And he is causing it to work out. He is causing the blessing even while you sleep. And I don't know about you guys, but do we really find it easy to sleep when we're thinking about all the tasks that is yet to be done?
1: No, that's no. the worst night. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. can we,
0: do we find do we find rest when things aren't accomplished or when there's a frustration in the situation? No, that's a recipe for a sleepless night. Yeah, or worrying. Yeah, worrying. it's
1: fear that anxiety of what's going to happen. Your body, like physically, cannot rest because you are in that place of that is worrying. so good. Yeah where he promises when we fix our eyes on him, Mm -hmm. uh, he promises us that rest because we know that he's going to meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus.
0: And that's a strong statement. If you do it on your own strength, you labor in vain. And I think that is so true for the church world because many people do things on their own strength to build, quote unquote, the ministry. Mm -hmm. And if they do it on their own strength, on their own ability uh, on their, their can-do attitude, it's just in vain. Yeah. It's always to partner with him. And it says, when you give it to him, he prepares the blessing even while you sleep. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling with sleepless nights or you're struggling with uh, lack of sleep, begin the night with gratitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Begin the night with gratitude. Being thankful. Begin the night of praising and worshiping the things that he has done, the things that he's already done, and the things that he will do. Yeah. Can you think about that? Just giving it to him. And the power of that is, when you do that, when you lay your head down on your pillow, recognize that when you give it to him, he's working it out even when you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is so incredible. But we miss it so many times, right? We miss it because... We're worried about this, or this didn't get done, or um, I got this to do, or how is this gonna happen, or uh what about this situation? And it can keep us up all night long. But if we end the night with Thanksgiving, yeah, and giving it to the Lord, man, that's recipe for God working it out when you're not even doing anything.
2: Yeah, it's so good.
1: Yeah, I think culturally, uh, you know, especially Western Christianity. Uh, it can be really that focused on me, what I can do. It's yeah. pull yourself up by your bootstraps, mm-hmm. um, our own effort, our own anxieties that we take on. Now,
0: this. Scripture has a lot of things to say about laziness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, right. Yes. So we're not talking. Oh, if you know me at
1: all, you know I'm not talking about just doing nothing.
0: Um, we're saying do what you can, but recognize it's it's through Him and relying on Him. Well, so. where
1: I was going with that is there are a lot of other religions that really place a high priority on mm. gratitude yeah. and practices of meditation and um, being grateful for every little thing. Um, and of course, you know, I I don't agree with. The theology or or a lot of the things with those religions but there is definitely something mm-hmm. valuable in those practices of meditating on the things of God meditating on uh um, being grateful you know there there's
0: um Well scripture tells us to do intel- it. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. So they're they're getting benefits of something that the scriptures told us to do um but they're not getting the eternal <laughs> benefit. Sure. But we have we have we can have both. We yeah. can get those the temporary benefits as well as the eternal benefits, just by doing the, those practices of gratitude of meditation of, um, I I'm big on breathing. <laughs> so being, um, being grateful for the breath in your lungs. And I'm, all, practicing I'm only that.
0: okay on breathing. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, okay, okay, if it okay. happens, all right, all right. you know,
1: I can't reach you or I'd punch you in the arm, but <laughs> focused.
0: She's big on breathing. breathing. I think most of us are big on breathing. Shut up. (laughs) Well, maybe you want to clarify. Okay. What type of breathing are you talking about?
1: Breathing exercise. It helps you to stay focused on gratitude and on the bigger things.
2: Well, the fact is if you can't breathe, it would be a very big deal. All right. Okay. Wise guys here. Actually, as you were talking about the whole sleeping thing, uh, man, I have always been my head hits a pillow and I go to sleep and, you know, I'm, I'm a very good sleeper. But on those nights I can't sleep. It's because there is so much I have to do that I'm sitting there trying to create it, yeah. you know, in my mind. And like, I'm so consumed and all what I've got to do the next day. And so I've got to get up and just start walking yeah. and praying or doing something to get my mind off all that I've got to do. And in actuality, um, it is... As you were talking, I go, oh my goodness, that's leaning upon my strength mm-hmm. rather than just focusing on his. Yeah, isn't that right? It's yeah. just like Melody, you've got all this, you've got to produce, you got to yeah. Because we are we're
1: often wired to be doers.
2: Yes, uh, I, I, yeah. I am. That's, yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> so gratitude is a great way to get it off of yeah. my ability and onto his. Yeah,
2: because when the when it's when the rubber meets the road, you know, at the end of the day. The fact is I can only do what he's graced me to do. Yeah. Otherwise it's all in vain. And, you know, to be awake all night because I've got to figure it all out. um, Yeah. And it's just not a. Well, and then if you're like me,
1: you'll have like, I call them conference dreams before (laughs) every conference, I would have these dreams that everything was going wrong. Oh, no. so I'm sleeping, (laughs) but I'm not resting because my, I'm still trying to figure it out even in my sleep. Yeah. As a
0: worship leader, you have those dreams like, you get there and no one practiced their stuff for you. Like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. So you were talking about like staying up, like when you have something to figure out. You're like processing through. Mm-hmm. I have a scripture verse for that. Oh, do you? Yes.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Psalm More sixteen conviction. seven. <laughs>
0: Psalm sixteen seven. I will bless the Lord. So what mm-hmm. is what are we doing? We're putting our attention on Him. I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. Yeah. So what is that saying? If before I go to bed, I bless the Lord and my attention is put on him, what's happening? God is instructing my heart. He's bypassing my brain. Mm -hmm. And he's giving me the solution to things even without me thinking about it are, are you guys seeing mm-hmm. how this works? Yeah. He's instructing me when my mind isn't involved, yeah. which is so powerful.
2: Isn't that unique? Because now you're talking about that. Uh, when do we think the best is when we get up in the morning?
1: hmm That's when I think the best. That's when I think the best too.
2: You know, I get up and it's like, I'm able to produce. It's like what I can produce in those first two, three hours of the morning is amazing. But you just gave a scripture. It's like, as we're sleeping, you know, he is just instructing us and we awake and we begin to literally release all what he's been doing inside of us refreshing us and empowering us, not just physically, mm-hmm. but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. That's
0: really the purest form of impartation.
2: Yeah. Wow. That's really because good. Because how
0: many of you have ever been praying or God speaks to you and he says something and you try to reason it out
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
0: and you throw things out that God is saying, because it doesn't fit into your uh, paradigm. It doesn't fit into the way that you think. But with this, If you praise and bless the Lord before you go to sleep, Mm -hmm. it's straight impartation. There's no mind getting involved where it's like trying to reason it out. It is straight impartation, which is the purest form of it, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, when I was going through a a season of a lot of anxiety, I wasn't sleeping well. And so I just would be in my bed, just going peace, 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 peace. And I, the song, King of my heart, King of my heart be the shelter where I run. I would just mm-hmm. sing that song um, until I finally would knock out and go to sleep. So it's not like, you know, I get it. If you're struggling to sleep, this is not just like, well, just do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I I understand the struggle, um, but yeah. in that season, I would just do that. I would just, you know, there were certain songs or certain Psalms, certain scriptures, I would just repeat over and over and over again until I'd finally fall asleep. And then I'd wake up in the middle of the night saying those things or singing those songs. Um, and in that time, the Lord kind of shined a light on the verse. Um, you know, we, we know it. Um, he gives us peace that passes understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was happening is in that anxiety, my brain was always going, trying to figure it out. And he kind of, maybe everybody else already read it this way, but... Um, mm-hmm that scripture came alive to me saying that peace is not dependent upon my understanding. Mm-hmm. I do not have to understand in order to have peace. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of helped me, um, to calm my brain, <laughs> to calm my mind, because yeah. I'm trying to figure it out in order to achieve peace. When he's saying, you've got it backwards, you can actually access peace without having understanding. And so, I get it. (laughs) Sometimes you are um, working through fighting for that peace, but that just helped me. I hope that helps you is that you don't have to understand in order to have peace. It's already a promise for you.
0: You know, that's why we were talking about it last episode, because we were talking about becoming thankful that it, that it's coming from uh, a natural place. It's your instinct to be thankful. And you do that through cultivation. So that's kind of uh, what we're encouraging you, as you are more thankful, you're cultivating the bed of your heart. You're cultivating your soul so that when, when a situation comes up, there's a harvest yeah. that, that we can reap because we cultivated a bed of thankfulness. Yeah.
2: As you were talking, you know, we're talking about lack, lack of sleep or whatever. Uh, I think a lot of times what keeps... Uh, someone from not going to sleep as if there was a challenge in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, how do I work this out? And mm-hmm. we're trying to figure things out. Whether mm-hmm. it was a real actual thing that happened or something <laughs> yeah. that you're telling
1: yourself in your mind. Yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, either way, I, I would thought... You know what? The Word of God communicates to us how we should yes be thankful, but be thankful for others. Yeah. There, there are so many scriptures mm-hmm. about being thankful for others, and I think one of the the biggest ones that I found that was so beautiful to me was in Philippians. Uh, chapter one, verses three through 11, and I won't read them all, but it says, I am giving thanks to my God. So here I'm thanking God, what for? I am mm. thanking, I I am giving thanks to my God upon every remembrance of you. So yeah. every time I think about you, every time I just, uh, you know, yeah. see a relationship, I'm thanking God for that relationship. Yeah. We talked about comparison- earlier, we cannot compare, Mm -hmm. you know, relationships, but we got to be so thankful for them. It says on the basis of our partnership. Yeah. So it's not just, you know, family relationships, but whoever we partner with, whoever we work with, wherever, whoever you work with, you know, whether Mm -hmm. they're believers or not, wherever you go, whatever you do, when we can see value in a person and we can thank God that I actually am connected to this individual. Yeah. And says, on the basis of our partnership. And then later on, it says, just as it is right for me to think of this about you, all because of my having you in my heart. Yeah. I thought, oh my goodness, this is so powerful because our God is a relational God yes and when we're thankful to him and thankful to who he is and what he is inside of us, we're also thankful for every person that he has given to us in our life this would save marriages yeah. this would uh impact businesses this would impact every area of our life because isn't it true you know there's a little challenge in a relationship and you might go to bed and you're thinking about All the different ways that we're going to fix this, or, you know, they said this. And, you know, we talk about being a gossip free zone. We talk about being unoffendable and all these other things. But when we shift into Thanksgiving concerning a relationship, it'll completely shift how we respond to that because we're grateful for who they are in our heart. And at the end, it says, For God is my witness how I am yearning for you all with deep feelings mm-hmm. through Christ Jesus. Yeah, You know, I thought, wow, Lord, what would our relationships look like if we are truly authentically thankful and have gratitude for the people God has put into our life? Yeah, that's so good. And I think if you want to work on a relationship, whether you
1: just want to improve it or it's you want to clean it up, it's not going well, Grat- gratitude. Yep. <laughs> gratitude will go so far um, in improving that quality of relationship. Yeah. Um, be consciously grateful. Start with just that like gratitude journal of writing down everything good you can think about them. Maybe you're not in a place where you can communicate it just yet, but if you write it down on paper, uh, you're going to get to that place where you want to begin to communicate that gratitude towards them. And I preached a message a long time ago and um I, I have a, another job and on um, on the wall in the bathroom, they hung my quote. Um, it's a great place to be on the wall of a bathroom, <laughs> but it says complaining is never worth what it does to your heart And then it says, uh, gratitude or being grateful helps you to focus on the bigness of God. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so complaining and gratitude are opposing forces. They're opposing voices. And so um, focus, you know, maybe you think, well, I'm grateful, I'm a grateful person. Start watching how much complaining you do. And I can do this for myself too. But um, if we watch how much we're complaining, that tells us how much we're not being grateful. Um, And so as we begin to shift that narrative of, um, being grateful. We expand our world. Complaining you know, keeps your world really small. It keeps your relationships from growing. It keeps you from um, being generous and from um, expanding and opening your mind and your heart. Um, whereas great gratitude will do the exact opposite, will open and make your world big.
0: When you said that, uh, you know, we talked in the beginning about that being thankful enters us into safety and protection. Mm -hmm. When you Mm -hmm. complain, you create your own walls. Yes. Mm -hmm. Your own walls of protection. But when you're thankful of what God has done and what he has done and will do, we enter into his protection Mm -hmm. behind his walls of protection.
1: I think complaining can even take you out of the walls. You're removing yourself from the boundaries of safety in general, and now you're just open to attack.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I hope that everybody's really getting some uh, understanding about the benefits of being thankful. So just real quickly, the first one is being thankful enters us into safety and protection. Mm -hmm. The next one was being thankful sheds new light on your situation. Mm -hmm. The third one that we just covered was that when you are thankful or being thankful provides rest for your soul. And so the, the fourth one that we're going to talk about is being thankful strengthens connection to divine power and inspiration. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to our kind of theme verse where, where it's uh, rejoice always, pray without ceasing in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. The next verse says, do not quench the spirit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So it says, this is the will of God for you. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing in everything. Give thanks for this is his will. Then the next statement is, do not quench the spirit. So there is this relationship between rejoicing always, praying without ceasing, being thankful, and our connection to the Holy Spirit. And that word quench, it means to extinguish. So the connotation is to put out a fire. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So when wow. we are, I know that this kind of got a little heavy right now, but hey, it's a good heavy. It's a conviction heavy <laughs> It's to put us back on the right track when we are not thankful and it actually hinders our connection to divine inspiration. So when we don't give thanks in our situations, we hinder our connection to to receive divine inspiration that we so desperately need. Remember when we talked earlier about with the sacrifice of praise, he will show his way. Yeah, He will show his salvation. And so more than ever in our difficult situations, we need to be thankful. Mm-hmm. It's actually counterproductive to be negative, fearful and worried because all that's doing is shifting the, the inspiration that we need to our circumstances. Yeah. All of our attention goes to our circumstance rather than where it should go, which is the Spirit of God. Yeah. And I and I think that should, that's challenging, but it's something that we need to hear, mm-hmm. that when we are not thankful, the attention goes on our circumstances. It goes on ourselves mm-hmm. where we put walls of protection up. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, that's why it says, rejoice always. I would say that's pretty consistent, right? <laughs> always. Pray without ceasing. That's pretty consistent, right? Yeah. In everything, you mean every situation, yeah. Yeah. Give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Wow, yeah. Powerful. Good, yeah. So I guess we don't have much. You guys don't have much to say about that. So if you don't, that's cool. We'll go to our next point. (laughs) We got one more point. You know, when I lead things, there's points (laughs) that we must hit. Uh, that's how I think. So the keep last us on point, track. keep the train moving, but not to derail it. No. All right. <laughs> so the last point is being thankful protects our whole being by removing waste and filtering out incoming contaminants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Proverbs 4.23 above all else, I would say that's pretty important yeah. above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So, this is really talking about a filtration system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing in everything, give thanks. So if, if there are contaminants that are trying to enter into our vessel, mm-hmm. that's how we filter them out. Does this include rejoicing always? No, then it's not allowed in. Yeah. Does this include uh, connection and fellowship with the Holy Spirit? No, it actually pulls me out of it. Well, that shouldn't enter in. Yeah. And am I giving thanks in this? Uh Probably not. So that should not be allowed in. So when we are thankful and it actually protects us, it's that filtration system, what we allow in to our heart. What does it say? Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it.
2: Mm-hmm. One version says it directs the course of our life. Yeah. yeah. So everything we do literally is directing mm-hmm. uh, the course of our life. Where we go, what we do, what we experience. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's huge what how that positions us of what we're going to receive, what we're going to do, and actually how well we do it. Yeah. The attitude in which we do it. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of
1: times these things that the the word tells us to do, the Bible tells us to do are like, they're, they're really hard. And I'm not saying this is always easy, but choosing to be grateful is really doable. It's something we can, we can really put into practice right now today. Um, and I, it's, it is that filter because when you choose something, you're, when you say Mm -hmm. yes to something, you're saying no to something else for sure. And so when I choose gratitude, I'm saying no to complaining, I'm saying no to that Mm -hmm. negativity. Uh, and one of the greatest quotes I've ever heard in my whole life (laughs) is that you can't start a fight with a taco in each hand. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) your face (laughs) is like, why are you bringing tacos into this right now? And the point is the moral of the story is you can't focus. You can't choose gratitude and choose complaining at the same time. Choosing one thing, choosing that gratitude keeps you out of the mess. It keeps you out of getting into trouble with all of the rest of it. So uh, it's a, it's a choice. It can be an easy choice of just saying, Oh, I'm not going to complain. I'm going to be grateful instead. I'm going to look for the good. Um, And that's going to help keep us pure. It's going to help us filter out all of the rest.
0: And I've said this multiple times in these podcasts, but uh, where you're at right now is the result of consistent behavior. Mm -hmm. And so this deals with being thankful. I know that you said uh, this is probably one of the simpler things to, to do, but if you just take it step by step and you consistently do it, you'll be that person that most people get irritated with. You know, you yeah. know the one that you want to have a pity party yep. and they're like pointing out all the good things that are happening and you're like, would they just be quiet? You can become that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but seriously, if you consistently work at it and you consistently do it, I would say – It will become a part of your nature, Mm -hmm. and you don't have to work at it anymore. Mm -hmm. It will just flow from you because you cultivated that, and you uh, developed that within your life. So it's not like I'm going to force myself to be thankful. No, because I do it in every situation. Rejoice always. Mm -hmm. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. If I consistently do that, it's actually going to be become a part of my nature. So you can be that friend that is like, I don't want to talk to them right now because I want to feel bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But back to what I was saying in the very beginning, the the science of it is when you've trained your brain, when you're consistent on the negative side of this, your brain actually defaults to the negative. Mm. uh, But when we retrain it towards gratitude, uh, your brain begins to default to the positive, to, to, um, that gratitude. Yeah. And just a couple other things scientifically, because again, science will confirm the truth, the word of God. Um, gratitude and we don't
0: need it to confirm it, no, but, but
1: if I it, think does, it's pretty it does be fun it does. that it yeah. does. Yeah. God actually designed us this way. Sure. Um, and that's what science is is confirming, his design. Um, and gratitude actually produces happy chemicals in your body.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That is right there, it is a great reason to be grateful. Um, it also lowers stress hormones. You're actually, um, releasing, uh, reducing the, the cortisol, uh, the stress, those, those not happy chemicals in your body. Um, it can reduce pain and help you sleep. So again, we were talking about what the word says Mm -hmm. and science says, yep, (laughs) that, Mm -hmm. that, that's actually the case. Gratitude can help you sleep. It can also enrich, enrich your relationships. And so just in case you didn't believe what the word of god says <laughs> science is not is not absolute like the word of god but science does agree um that all these things are true when we are grateful it's good
2: for us it's good for our bodies and and that's because that's how we were designed that's exactly. how we were created to yeah. function so whenever we're thankful we're aligning with our creation. Exactly. So science has caught
0: up with what the word oh, has yes, already definitely. said. Yes. For sure. <laughs> Actually,
2: yes. all, this conversation reminds me of a, a man in our church, an amazing man of God. And he says, you don't have to say please when you say thank you. So if we're walking in gratitude and thankfulness, we're not out begging to mm-hmm. get something, <laughs> you know, or, or to place a demand on upon, on upon a person or a situation to meet our need, because if we live thankful, mm-hmm. yeah. then then we're already positioned to walk in those things. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's so good. So let's end it by just going over the 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 benefits. Now, when you know, when I preach, I like to have like a list of things. This is not an exhaustive list, so mm-hmm. there there are definitely more benefits than what we brought up. But these are a few that we thought were really good. So being thankful enters you into safety and protection it sheds new light on your circumstances, it uh, gives rest for your soul, it uh, strengthens our divine connection with the Holy Spirit, and it is a wonderful filtration system for your soul.
2: Mm -hmm. So
0: I hope that this ministered to you, uh, challenged you, inspired you to uh, not just be thankful around the seasonal time of Thanksgiving, but to really work this and cultivate this within your life, because there is so much fruit that can come from it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately back to our first episode, uh, it's God's will for our life. And that should be reason enough. Yeah. It's his good for, it's his will for our life and his will for our life is always health and prosperity uh, and, and joy and uh, freedom. So we want all of those things and we want all those things for you. So Um, Yes, thank you for listening. We hope you come back and join us next Tuesday.
0: Thanks for listening to Life Exchange. We'll be back next week with more conversation on topics of life and leadership. Until next time, be sure to check out our website at givinglight.org, where you can learn more about our church and access loads of resources to help you grow in your walk with God and people. If you like what you heard today, would be grateful if you leave a five-star review and share with your friends. Be blessed. Remember to shine your light and have a great week. Thank you.